Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. I'm just letting you know that I'm recording this podcast on uh, a roof terrace in a hotel in Dhaka in Bangladesh. It is actually a beautiful setting. It's a sun deck. There's a swimming pool uh, with some families swimming in it and uh, beautiful coffee area. So I'm very blessed to be able to sit here in Dhaka. It's just to give a little bit of perspective. We are in the middle of a UEFA tournament for the under 16 boys and it's a, a recovery day. So the boys are enjoying a late breakfast and then we'll be doing a recovery session in the swimming pool in a little while. So I thought I'd take this opportunity to record the podcast. So what was I gonna talk about this week? Well, I'm stimulated this week to talk about just the things that have come up as learning experiences in order to share them. And the reason that I want to share these experiences is because I had a a message, a text conversation with somebody who I hold in very high regard, a close friend of mine, who just asked me for a little bit of advice. And I humbly said, well, maybe if I was you, this is what I would think, this is what I would do, why don't you try this, see what happens. And a few days later, this friend of mine messaged me back and said, you know, thanks ever so much. And I've decided to go down the X route. And this is because of something that you've shared. Now, it wasn't something that I'd shared when he asked me. It was something that I'd shared on one of the podcasts. And very humbly... I said, well, thank you very much, and um, great, great, great choice. Now, I don't know whether it's a great choice, because it's not my choice, it's a great choice for that person. But the message is that when we talk, when we listen, when we act, when we do things, we often do not know, in fact, we probably never know, the influence and the effect and the outcome that that is having and will have. I would heavily suspect that it's almost at the other end of the spectrum that we have absolutely no idea. And so I think it fits in really well with the one of the stoic philosophy pillars of summum bonum, which is doing as much good as you can whenever you can because we have absolutely no idea how we affect other people. And maybe you can look back at your own life and look back at some happy times, maybe some happy experience that you had, or a time when you were with somebody who you hold in high regard. And I would hesitate, I wouldn't hesitate to say in fact that One of the things that occurred in that time was that person you were with made you feel positive or made you feel good about yourself, consciously or unconsciously, probably unconsciously. 
You may not remember all the details, what they said, their words, or anything like that, but you will remember the emotion of the ex of the and and that that positive may have gone on and on and on and on and had such massive effects in your life how many times do people say when they're interviewed late on in a career one day i was feeling at a low point and my coach my friend my mentor this person that person sat down with me and just stayed with me and said something to me or held my hand or could be anything. And that particular act or that moment had a defining effect, a defining positive effect on that person's life. So the message I want to give is that you never ever know the full extent of, your, of, of the outcomes and the influence of your actions. So do not underestimate what you are doing, particularly in your interactions with other people. And, and obviously, you know, from a personal point of view, I spend the majority of my working life right now working with young men. And these are young men who are just on the cusp of setting out of independence in terms of a career, a livelihood, a life, a marriage maybe, a family, financial responsibility, an influence in their society, in their culture, in their country. And the message for me is that I shouldn't underestimate anything I say and anything I do and the way I act because it could change somebody's life. And that is how I think you should possibly look at it. So don't underestimate the things that you do. I remember my son uh, saying when he didn't know I was listening how much he'd um, there was a conversation between him and his friends and he didn't know I was listening and um, the conversation went around so much that um, the household that he lived in was a disciplined house and it was a positive conversation the fact that I know where my boundaries are and yet there was me as a parent not realizing I was just scolding my kids when I needed to scold them, praising them when I felt I needed to praise them. I was just doing what I thought was the right thing to do. And you will be in the same situation. So never underestimate the effects of what it is that you do on a daily basis. And it's never, very rarely the big things, it's just the constant little things. And, and that brings me to another, another learning thing this week. I am currently, and this is great folks, this is a great one, you know, because Ryan Holiday talks about it all the time. I absolutely love books. Books are something that I, I, I feel so passionate about and have been such a massive thing in my life and reading. And sometimes I read books and they're okay, you know, and, and I read them and I force myself to finish them. don't like not finishing things. And occasionally, and it's not all the time, and it may be one in every 10, 20, 30 books, I couldn't give you a number. But I'll come across a book that I just cannot put down, and I think you'll relate to that as well. You know, when you get a book that you can't wait to get away from everybody and settle yourself in the chair, get yourself a cup of tea, and uh, start devouring the book. And do you ever have that experience where you're in a book and you don't want it to finish, so you take your time, and you have to keep putting the book down so that you can think about what you've just read and how it applies in your life. 
I think that's when something really resonates with you and that thing has been brought into your experience or or life at the right time and hopefully that will happen often and I think the more you realize that the more you become aware of that the more often that tends to happen and that's ha currently happening with a book that I'm reading now about great teams and I'm going to share some things out of that in the future because it's such a wonderful resource but one of the learnings out of that was about how great teams are influenced and it appears that all the evidence not just from sport but from business and society and the the most honed and the most esteemed educational research establishments on human relationships tell us that it is the constant almost never-ending daily hour-by-hour minute-by-minute interactions that have the influence on social cohesion whether that's a family that's a team or a business you know it's not the one-offs it's not the great rousing speeches that we all love the Winston Churchill's you know the Mahatma Gandhi's the 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 Nelson Mandela's and the Martin Luther King's although they have their place and as much as we love them and the great Shankly rhetoric and, and all the others, it's the constant daily interactions that people have, the odd word here, the body language, and that's the other key thing. It's, it's not what you say, it's your body language because people pick up on your body language much more than the words. And another part of our research which is highly instructional and really influential and it's not something we haven't heard before about how powerful body language is you know and it fits in with the maxim of look what you are speaks so loudly i cannot hear what you say if somebody's sitting in front of you with their chin on their chest their arms folded their legs crossed and they're looking away from you and they tell you that they love you do you believe them Whereas if somebody's sitting in front of you, they're giving you their full attention, their gaze is on you, their legs are uncrossed, their arms are open, their palms are visible, and they're looking at you. And they do not say, I love you. In which experience do you feel loved? I think the answer is obvious. But there's a great lesson in there that we have to keep learning, and I keep after learning that it's not what I say, it's how I am. And um, I think that's a great one, especially for coaches and influencers. But just getting back to another lesson from this week, this friend of mine who said to me, look, this is my questions and, and this is what I'm, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with at the minute and these are what I'm trying to find answers for. So I threw these answers out and, and he came back to me a few days later and none of those answers was the thing that he followed, but he just said, well, on one of the podcasts, I listened to a great interview by Willie Donachie and this is one of the favorite interviews I did from a personal point of view love Willie to, Willie to bits great great guy I love his son Danny and um, I listened back to the podcast after that and I laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and you can just tell when you listen to Willie that he's full of everything that he talks about and he just talked about amongst other things getting out of the way and the message for me and this comes from Esther Hicks and Abraham Hicks, and if you haven't followed their work, you might find something in that, it's wonderful stuff. The Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life.
Fleeta Manager Coach for the game, for life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store. But we are all our own worst enemy. If we would all learn to have the right mindfulness and be attentive and and and, and get our thoughts in it in a better place, which is a constant, never-ending thing that we need, we need to do. We would get ourselves out of the way and we would prevent ourselves stopping our own success. And this friend of mine said, yes, many of the messages that come across on the podcast are about getting out of the way. And that was a really nice thing for him to say and I think it's a great, a great lesson that we have to learn daily, daily, daily. I mean, I don't know how many of you out there are go-getters and are, are real real warriors, you're up early, you're working, you're exercising, you're doing all the right things. And then you have to suddenly take a step back and when you take a step back out of the way and you move away and you take a break, everything seems to work without you. In fact, it works even better. How many of you have got experiences of being in situations where you remove yourself from the situation and everybody breathes a sigh of relief? because all you do is mess it up, you know, and, and I'm guilt, must be guilty of that. So I try and just take a step back whenever I can and keep out of things and not meddle. And, uh, you know, it's a big thing. There's uh, a cultural thing in, in where I'm working now where people come along to, to events and tournaments and, and so on. And it's just a historical thing. And the brutal fact is, from, and it is my own point of view, and it's also the point of view of other people in the... In, in, in the know if you like or in the same mindset as myself that the whole thing would run better with less people involved so it's a great lesson we can work less and achieve more so that's the number two lesson and uh, number three okay this morning I uh, just checked checked a social media platform and I saw a message from Sir Clive Woodward now, Sir Clive has been a hero of mine since he was the England rugby coach and the England team won the Rugby World Cup in 2003. And I read Sir Clive's book, which is a great read. It's a big read and there's lots of stuff in it. And Sir Clive talks about in this two-minute video about how to reduce stress and tension in, in great sporting events by pre-thinking about every circumstance that could come up. What would happen in this situation? What would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation? And he's basically talking about the Stoic philosophy's pillar that Ryan Holiday describes so beautifully as pre-meditatio malorum, which is having a possible negative thought process. I'm just being looked at by a lovely, handsome, young Bangladeshi boy who's learning to swim. Bless him. Um, Assalamu alaikum. And um, it's just perfect from pre-meditatio malorum because he's saying, okay, this is the situation. Get your players together. You're in the room in the hotel. It's three days before and there's a little bit of tension. He's got a scoreboard, he's got a clock, and he's got a whiteboard. The scoreboard says the team are 16, 20 down. There's 10 minutes left of the game. Give the whiteboard to the players and ask them what they would do. And change the scenario. What would you do in this situation? What would you do in that situation? 
because it's the Clive so eloquently says and so as Ryan Holiday says ex exactly the same you are so much more prepared and in a better place if you have been through mentally if not actually all the scenarios that could possibly happen now you may got got through all get through all of them but better than being in a strange situation where you have to make it up as you go along and have never even considered how you would respond so a beautiful analogy and a relationship between a phenomenal stoic pillar of philosophy and 21st century sport and that brings me to the next point which is that you know we sit here sometimes, we stand here sometimes in this 21st century with our high tech and our iPhones and our beautiful hotels and cars and, and all the things that go with the life that has developed and evolved in the, in the first world and the third world and everywhere else and our ability to get to the moon and all those kind of things. And we're sometimes under this umbrella of knowledge and sometimes in this place where we think that now we know it all, or we know so much more than the people knew thousands of years ago. But again, and I refer to Ryan Holiday, who brings this thing to light so beautifully, that if you read the, the works of Marcus Aurelius and you care to have a look at some of the, some of the ancient texts, some of the ancient texts that's, that uh, are, are religious, if you like, but without, making any comment about the particular belief system that aligns with the religion the biblical texts and uh, the the texts from the quran which tell us that these things have been happening for, for thousands and thousands of years in recorded history hundreds of years bc people were saying the same things having the same challenges the same thought processes the same political issues just a different arena Yet, we're under this umbrella sometimes that human nature has evolved so much that we, we're now different. Well, maybe the reason for getting angry, sitting in a, a traffic jam with people honking horns and cutting you up and ignoring your plea to let, be let out. Yes, it's a different environment, but that's no different from the response in the emotional limbic system of the human beings of thousands of years ago because people did the same thing walking along the streets then. People stole, people had relationships that weren't appropriate, etc, etc. And people wanted power and did things that were in their own interests and people fail to get on etc etc so maybe it's a great lesson to all of us that we're a little tiny speck of protoplasm in this never-ending process of now and these things have been happening for thousands of years and as I've said before on the podcast sometimes it's a good thing to look back and read that's where some of the value of reading comes from and the value of history where we can think, do you know what? This is all happening to me now and I think I'm the only one in the universe going through this. How many of us go through that where you think, why me, why me, why me? When right now in the universe there are, the same thing is probably happening internally in people's own minds and has happened for thousands of years. Just gives us a little bit of perspective. And then another one 
another learning curve and I think this must happen on a daily basis if not every week and this will be appropriate for all of us and this is not me being trying to be wise here it's just uh, working with young people if you work with players or young players or people and people you inspire and people you you work along with in whatever your family and Ryan Holiday talks about this in one of his posts again he talks about the decision of whether to go into battle about something or whether to just let it be and that relates perfectly back to the first or second point that we talked about in the podcast where this friend of mine rings me up and said I've got this issue I don't know whether to take action and, and act and get my sword out and go and take big action and spend money and do this and that and the other or just sit and wait and I think that's an eternal question that's almost with us all the time you know somebody does something let me give you an example so we're playing in a UEFA football tournament and we win the second game but we are lucky we're 1-0 up we've got 20 minutes to go we can't get that vital second goal to give us the cushion so the boys keep playing and I'm just watching the clock willing the clock down but knowing that we're precarious and I say to the boys do not give set players away needlessly they give a set player away they have a now a number 10 on the pitch the opposition who is a good player and I'm standing right behind this number 10 and if you're a football coach you'll recognize this it's happened to you many times and I see him step up to the ball to take this free kick and he crosses the ball and it's a beautifully flighted ball and I look and I can't believe what I'm seeing I see an opposition team member play, uh, team uh, player completely on his own and he just heads the ball into the goal it's one all it's 15 minutes to go and we don't score many goals and we should be winning the game so there's a big lull disappointment and so I look, look at the bench and I see a player to go on who's really the only forward player I've got to offer the game but I need to change something so the question is do I go into battle and change or do I sit and be patient the same question different scenario it's not life or death it's important to us at the time but it'll come and go it's a game of football wow but it's the same question you will ask yourself somebody upsets you do you need to address it or is it just a little microcosm of upset that that person's had a bad morning and there's, there's no need to go into battle and make it worse you just leave it and it'll just go away because the person's a good person or is it something you need to address I don't know probably neither do you but the question is do you go into battle and it's Shakespeare's to be or not to be you have to decide at that point in time you know do you pick up your sword as it were and go and address the issue or do you bear the slings and arrows of misfortune and just let it be and let time take its toll those are the questions we have to ask ourselves on a daily and hourly basis all the time and I think if we're guided by that great stoic summum bonum pillar what appears to be the highest good at this particular moment in time then I think we'll do okay these are the constant questions we have to 
have these decisions to make often all the time. And uh, just going back probably to the maybe the last the last point in this this particular podcast about taking the right perspective of you know here's me little old me and I'm going through all this and that's kind of like putting yourself up isn't it as it, I'm so important how can this be happening to me because if we were like well look, this is no problem it just happens all the time to everybody and I'll deal with this it'll pass this too shall pass a little bit of patience I'm reading about. Obviously, I'm passionate, just like you are, about leadership, coaching, management. And sometimes it's easy to overestimate, so easy, because that's what the media tells us, that's what the world tells us, that the coach, the manager, the leader is so important. We've just talked about getting out of the way. I remember reading a, and it might be from, or a text related to, the Tao, the Tao Te Ching, where the greatest the leaders of the people, the greatest leaders of the people, are those where the people say, wow, this is great, but don't even know they've got a leader, because the leader's gone. He's aware, she's aware, watching, maybe tweaking behind the scenes, maybe as this other people talk about in this book I'm reading at the moment, the water carriers, the silent, often ill-defined, often invisible water carriers, those leaders where the people say, wow, isn't life great and aren't I great? And behind the scenes, somebody's orchestrating it all. What a beautiful picture of leadership that is. So we have to, and just the point I was making is that we overestimate our our importance as coaches and as our influences. So let's get a decent and a proper and a viable perspective on how important we are. And let's test that by occasionally getting out of the way and seeing what happens. So there you go. I hope you've got a few a few or maybe just one thing out of the podcast this week maybe one of those little lessons is something that's occurred in your realm of experience or your life and um, please as I always say look I enjoy doing these podcasts and passing these messages on and uh, yes I am just that the messenger and somebody said to me why don't you put yourself forward as this guru or that tell people about what you think well, this is what I think. I think that all these great people with all these great bits of wisdom are worth sharing. And that's what I kind of see right at this point in time is my role. So that's what, uh, that's what we do and I hope you get something out of it. So um, listen, as always, it's great to chat and I uh, really appreciate you listening. Pass the messages on, pay it forward as... Uh, as some great people say, and um, let's see what happens. If you uh, want to let me know, it's www.robriles.co.uk. I'm on all the usual social media platforms, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Let me know what you think. All right, listen, great to chat. Have a great week. Catch you later. Bye-bye.